Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Zebras, what's up? Thanks for listening. If you ever want to support the podcast, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash Radio. Any money ever donated, whether it's a dollar or ten billion dollars, any money donated goes directly back into the podcast. Well, if you give me ten billion dollars, maybe not all of it will go into the podcast, but... Some of it will, a portion of your proceeds. Patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio. I use CBD uh, oil for my my feet. It's a bomb, actually. Uh, CBD is the non-psychoactive element of marijuana, of cannabis. That weed, man. You know, there's THC, which is the part that gets you high. There's CBD, the part that doesn't get you high, but can also fix you in many ways. So I use it. I love it. It helps me. I know many people who also do use it. But I wanted to inform more people. What is CBD? How does it differ from THC? Are CBDs legal in the United States? How do they help with pain? Let's find out all this information because I have uh, plantar fasciitis on my left foot, which is just like nagging foot pain. I've been using this bomb for a couple of weeks that I bought from uh, this girl, Crystal Miller, and her business uh, her man, Jay, also runs the business. Uh, we used to actually be lifting partners back in the day. It's kind of how I got connected with Crystal. She is so much information on CBD, and she has something huge, actually, right now that she's putting together uh, in central Pennsylvania, where this podcast is hosted from, regarding CBDs, but their business right now is called The Shed of Plenty, and we're going to talk to her all about CBDs. She is like an unbelievable wealth of knowledge, so I, I cannot wait to get into this and, and help you learn more about CBDs. I don't even know what the acronym is, CBD. What does it stand for? I just know that it works. Uh, shout out to the sponsors who make this thing possible. Juice, J-O-O-S, at The Juice Bar on Facebook and Instagram in downtown Hollidaysburg, PA. Cold pressed juice and smoothies, smoothie bowls, bone broth. Winter is coming, just like in Game of Thrones, so you've got to bulk up. Number one, you know, you got to eat the food to make yourself stronger and healthier and have more insulation for the winter, but you also need to put the right, uh, the, the right substances, the right nutrients, the right minerals, uh, the right vitamins into your body to make you healthy throughout the winter months so you don't catch one of those nasty colds. That's what juice is all about. And Clay Cup can help that help out with that as well. At The Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram in downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania. Coffee, tea, freshly baked items, and a lot of creativity. Uh, coffee, tea to warm your body, and creativity to warm your soul. With pottery painting and watercolor classes and trade secrets. So something else to keep you from getting sick in the winter months are all natural body care products like sugar scrubs, bath bars, all natural deodorants, bath bombs, and wax melts, lip balms. I'm using one of those right now, the strawberry one. It smells good, it tastes good, and it makes my lips feel plump and wonderful from Trade Secrets. Secrets in Trade on Facebook in downtown Altoona. Thank you to the sponsors for making this podcast possible. Now, let's get this thing started. This is Rob Z Radio. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, today we are here with Crystal Miller of The Shed of Plenty. Hello. Thank you so much for being here, Crystal. Put this. Move that microphone wherever you feel like it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get situated. No worries. Okay. <laughs> so the, the reason I, I brought you in here today because uh, I just did a freebie Friday at The Shed of Plenty yes. in Greenwood, uh, part of Altoona, Pennsylvania. In case you're listening or watching from anywhere besides Altoona, The Shed of Plenty, you guys uh, really sell plenty of things yes plenty right? of everything yes. there's so much stuff there yeah uh, a variety of different things so the the part that really caught my eye and the part that um 
I, we were here to talk about today is the, the CBD products that you have. Yes, yes. Now, I've been investigating CBDs for a while. I find it extremely interesting. But as I study it, the more I realize a lot of people, they've heard the words, the, the, the C, the B, and the D. They don't know what it means. They don't know what it's all about. They think, is this like marijuana? Is this going to get me high? Am I going to take this stuff? And am I going to get stoned? Yes. It's supposed to help with pain. You know. And whenever I was in the shed of plenty talking to you, you had so much information about it. And obviously, you've just called yourself a self-proclaimed nerd. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little, a little bit about yourself and how, uh, how you got so deep into the CBD world. Okay. Well, I have a bachelor's in psychology. Um, I'm proud of that one. I worked hard to get it. But I taught psychology for a couple years, so I had a lot of access to research databases right around the time that the hemp laws were passed and CBD started to become research. So, Which was when? How long ago was that? 2004 was whenever they were. that was uh, originally passed. Okay. So since... Since then, they've they've really picked up the research. It took about ten years for stuff to really start to come into play. Um, it was that long ago. Coming out, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. The hemp hemp farming laws they they passed them. It wasn't until about fourteen that research was really starting to be able to pick up. Mm. So since then, they've come out with an a, abundance of research on what CBD can do, and I I love to do research and read research and publish research and it's just what I like to do. So I've, I found that it's it's a substance that it's naturally derived. So you don't you don't have the, the bad benefits of putting a synthetic drug into your body, but it helps with so many things. And I have collapsing discs in my back. I have severe anxiety. And I was looking for a way to get away from the pharmaceuticals. And I found that in CBD. And when I tried it, it worked so well. It triggered my nerd and I was like I want to know from when this enters my body till it metabolizes out how it's working and what it's doing so I delved into the research and here I am when did you first try CBDs um about two years ago oh that's that, that recent yeah. okay wow yeah. yeah so about 2016 yep the product started to roll out the research was happening about around 2014 mm -hmm. you got in around 2016 I guess even for myself I mean that's when it really started to pop up everywhere you'd always expensive yeah and you'd always have heard the words THC everybody's mm -hmm. like oh THC weed yeah okay but CBD was like the other one you say CBD they're like what is, what does that mean yeah. what, is, what is that I don't understand there's two different kinds there's 118 uh, like <laughs> different cannabinoids, actually. Okay. So, yeah, it gets it gets in depth. Um, THC and CBD are just two of those that are found within the cannabis plant, but everybody knows THC because that's the 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 culture. The, yeah. That culture. That's what is 420 known. and yeah, everything. Yeah. The 420 yeah. culture. Yeah. That's what's known as the THC. Well, the CBD is the more medicinal element to the cannabis plant. So um, once once the hemp laws were passed and they started to be able to do that research, you start hearing CBD, 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 because they're like, wow, this really does do a lot of stuff for the human body and pets too. So. Yeah, it's fascinating. And so I tried CBDs. I had, uh, I just showed you one of the salves that I had and I tried these pills and stuff and they didn't really seem to do anything. I mean, I, I tried them out because I really wanted, I have shoulder back pain and plantar fasciitis. So I've had like these issues for a while that I tried to remedy through yoga and through just a bunch of different techniques. And they kind of work, it kind of helped, uh, but I, I knew like CBDs were supposed to be great for pain relief and really supposed to help you. So I, I tried different products and nothing really seemed to make an impact. But then I got the, the bomb, 
from the Shed of Plenty. What which one did I buy? Do you remember what it's called? Because yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, it's our Hemp Bomb Plus. It's a little stick. Yeah. Hemp Bomb Plus. Yeah. So it's like a it's like a large chapstick. Yes. Container. Yes, yeah. And I, you said to put it on my feet for my plantar fasciitis. Uh, Jason, who also Jay, who works at the Shed of, Shed of Plenty, he, he used it too. Yes. And it worked for him. He was like, it works amazingly well. My my he feet don't hurt. By it, yeah. So I started using it, and immediately the day I started using it, because I have I have feet pain like all day long, mm-hmm. especially my left foot. It drives me nuts. Standing for a long period of time is painful. I'm always shifting my weight back and forth, which I think makes my back and my shoulders hurt. Yep. If your so, face is off, you're off all the way up. So. Yeah. So I started using that in my feet, and I have, and I'm not like just, this is not like a promotion or anything like that. I've had no pain in my feet since I started using it, which would have been, what, two, three weeks ago? Yeah, I think about two and a half, three weeks, yeah. Just incredible. I mean, it's I, amazing, I was it is. totally... It's too well, almost. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. totally blown away. So now every morning, I just get a little bit off the stick, rub it on my foot, and I rub it on both feet just balance you said to use both feet just to balance mm-hmm. you put it on one sure. side you feel off balance so right yeah <laughs> but it's incredible like i don't have foot pain and i have been dealing with this for uh several uh, probably like half a decade and i've been telling everybody lately like you've got to buy that product you have to, if you have plantar fasciitis i don't know how it works on other pains because i haven't really used it anywhere else but i know for that one spot it's been incredibly well it's worked incredibly well so for you like what did you notice from in your experience in the beginning using it, did you see results right away? With the balm? With just CBDs in general? Or? Um, yeah, the balm, I've noticed it works It works so quickly, though, that you can't really compare it to other CBD products. Like, you can take tinctures, you can take gummies, lollies, you can even vape it, and it mm-hmm. doesn't quite work as well on the pain as that balm does. I don't know what it is about the balm. I think it's the combination of CBD with the different plant terpenes and essential oils, but the way they bind to those pain receptors it just it's phenomenal what it does it's it's better than morphine for most people which yeah. is insane to say but it is it works well, better that's i feel like pain medicine i mean obviously pain medicine in extreme situations can work but i feel like it it doesn't really work it just masks the pain it does like that's the pain's exactly still there you just have like this euphoric kind of feeling so you don't really feel the pain maybe that's exactly what it does and with this stuff because i've taken like tiger bomb and tiger bomb like stimulates and makes you like it kind of makes it feel like it's tingly and hot and that somehow masks the pain too but doesn't quite get rid of it this seems to just get rid of the pain like it just doesn't seem to be there it helps with inflammation a lot so that's it's it's a very potent anti-inflammatory between the lemongrass the frankincense and the hemp oil and the cbd there's four extremely powerful anti-inflammatories in it so that's that's part of it and that's where a lot of pain comes from is inflammation yes yes exactly exactly pain is is it's a natural response like you're when you have inflammation your body sends out pain signals so you know there's something wrong um so yeah inflammation is the main cause of pain for most people so if you can target that inflammation in a lot of ways you can get rid of most of if not all of the pain so so for you what was the experience when were you like oh wow this stuff this really does work. Um, the balm was like, okay, so my first experience with taking CBD, it was gummies. And they were they were okay. They weren't the ones that I have in the store now. Um, it was a completely different brand. But 
they just kind of made me feel tired. They weren't, it wasn't what I was expecting. Well, I found out since that those were just CBD. Now, when you mix CBD with different terpenes and phytochemicals, and there's a whole holistic element to it and synergistic effect you can get when you add all these different phytochemicals in. What is a, what is a phytochemical? They're just... For- plant chemicals like oh, like okay. phyto photo from the sun they're chemicals that plants naturally make from sun this energy from sunlight and terpenes what are terpenes those are they're aromatic chemicals that are found in plants like the smell of roses it's it's a terpene it's actually a very potent anti-inflammatory hmm. too really? um Let's see what else. Pepper, the smell of pepper, that's that comes from a terpene, and it's it's a very potent anti-inflammatory. Terpenes are also so just the scent itself. Yes, yes, yes. They're also um, like what makes food superfoods, like spinach. It's an M terpene. I can't, I can never remember it off the top of my head. Um, but it's it's a terpene, and that's what makes spinach a superfood. Blueberries, that's what makes blueberries superfoods. Are all these terpenes and phytochemicals that are found in it? Hmm. Well, hemp, as long as it's grown in good soil, has a phenomenal amount of these of, of natural terpenes and phytochemicals that just they boost everything. So, and then they can pull. You can get tinctures and very different variations with like cinnamon. Uh, phytochemicals you can get the rose ones you can get the turmeric phytochemicals you can get all sorts of different combinations with cbd and it's really those formulas that are the most beneficial over just cbd in and of itself like cbd by itself is phenomenal but when you start mixing those other natural phytochemicals that can be found either in the hemp plant or other plants you get these concoctions that are just amazing for the body and they're the same things that have been used for humans since the egyptians and the sumerians even they use these same types of chemicals to help with their health whereas now we have science so we create these these you know synthetic chemicals in the labs or variations of and we tend to think that they're better but are they really when our bodies are made we've we've evolved with these plants over Mm. time so we have an endocannabinoid system and it's kind of interlaced throughout our whole body. It interlaces with your cardiovascular system, your nervous system, your gastrointestinal system, all that stuff. So our bodies are made to be receptive to these these cannabinoids that are found within plants and also the phytochemicals that are found within plants. So when they hear the word cannabinoid, like that cannabinoid does not mean cannabis directly. There's many different cannabinoids, right? It's not yes. just like pot is the cannabinoid no okay i think that's one of the misconceptions right and they hear that word you hear cannabinoid you think cannabis you think oh okay it's but then your body has a cannabinoid system that goes the whole way through it that obviously the receptors are there designed for specific cannabinoids like it's all meant so when you talk about being synthetic uh i mean obviously some of those things do help but they were created in a lab all these things cbds and all of the Mm -hmm. um other the, the words that you said that I can't re- remember it. Phytochemicals. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, they were just the, our bodies for you know thousands, millions, who knows how long have been using those chemicals to help treat ourselves. Or we we have a natural receptor for them. Mm-hmm. So unlike the synthetic yeah. stuff, which our bodies. It's very foreign to us. Yeah. Which I imagine we're... In those locks and keys, like your receptors are a lock, those, the chemicals are the key. It'll fit. Yeah. But it's like trying to, it's like trying to fit a key into a lock that it's not made for. It'll go in there. It'll activate it, but it's not giving you the... uh, 
appropriate biological response. Right, and so many like side effects come side with effects it. Side effects come in place. Yeah, exactly. You got yeah. it. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it, it really is. When you break it down into the simplest form, it's like, oh, well, that's, well, duh. That makes yeah. perfect sense yeah, when you have the information. Yeah. But anyways, I'm sorry. I cut you yeah, off. You were yeah. going. I was. You're good. I can go and go and go. So you're good. <laughs> um, you feel like you need to cut me off. Please do. So the the misconception of cannabis, that's that's what one of the things you want to address here. So cannabinoids, the, think of cannabis and cannabinoids when we talk about that. It's more of a chemical structure. You mm. can have synthetic cannabinoids and you can have natural cannabinoids. There's about 118 natural cannabinoids found throughout the world. There's plants, people. People make their own endogenous cannabinoids. So, like, we have our own human cannabinoids that we make, mm. and the cannabis plant makes its its own cannabinoids, like THC, CBD, CBHD. There's a bunch of them. But think of it when when you hear the word like cannabis canna it's think of it on more along the lines of a chemical structure like the plant makes chemicals in that structure so it's a cannabis plant mm. we have an endocannabinoid system because we receive those same chemical structures structures within the system mm -hmm. so instead of thinking of cannabis as some do a drug or you know pot or anything like that Cannabis in and of itself is just a chemical. So it, yeah. it kind of if you if you can pull pull apart the variation between like what makes something a physical item like we th we think cannabis, we think pot plant. Right. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's a chemical. So you pull all these chemicals out of the cannabis plant. All you have left is debris basically mm -hmm. it's just it's just a plant other than that it's those those special chemicals that it makes that makes it you know something special which is cannabis so. yeah and there's three different kinds of cannabis too you can't get high on all of them and a lot of people don't understand that and within those plants there's different chemicals that they make there's different variations of chemicals there's there's different strains within them hemp is actually a form of sativa cannabis sativa it's not it contains very little THC, but it makes a ton of CBD and CBDG mm -hmm. and CBH and all the other CBs that they have. So when you think of it at a basic level, it's just, it's a beneficial plant that we've evolved with and we can use it for so many things medicinally. And then you, you know, you have the hemp industry too, which is booming because of all the, all the CBDs, you know, they pull all these chemicals out and then they have, you can make paper products with the leftovers. You can make clothing with the leftovers. It's just beneficial for humans in general, all well, the way around full scale. Hemp is freaking amazing. And I, I became, I went down, I've done many hours of research on hemp because of just the, incredible properties of it and just the way it got banned like the whole William Randolph Hearst story and I actually I don't think the podcast is still on my my podcast platform anymore but I did a full podcast about it a while ago um and the the, the crazy part of it is like it all whatever you want to call it a conspiracy theory or whatever but it was kind of banned because William Randolph Hearst they ran up the paper mills that made the paper and hemp was coming up as a stronger form of paper that was more reusable more recyclable uh, more abundant quicker to grow oh, yeah. stronger I mean everything about it's better oh, and they yeah. kind of wanted to shut it down because it was gonna mess up their paper product mm -hmm. industry is that that's kind of like the story if I could go back and go through it I would no, have good, more of an accurate statement of it but it's something along those lines 
And uh, then you go back and look at like the first car that Henry Ford built was out of hemp. Mm-hmm. He built the car out of hemp. And like there's a video of him smacking it with like a, a mallet. And it's it doesn't even dent. Unbreakable. Yeah, there's no dent. It floated because he built the car. It could float because of the hemp, of the buoyancy of it's hemp. Lightweight, yeah. You can build, you could build highways with hemp. Mm-hmm. You could eat hemp. Mm-hmm. You, your clothing, like everything could really become. And the other part I found amazing was that um, the, the uh, topsoil, like hemp is made, or I shouldn't say made, but like hemp exists. They, <clears throat> other cultures use it. Whenever you're farming, you go through a crop cycle and then you grow a harvest of hemp mm-hmm. and that replenishes the soil and creates good topsoil again. And then you can keep harvesting and keep having uh, good topsoil. And the issue we have now, obviously, is all the topsoil is going away and we can't replenish it. And if we would just bring hemp back into the fold, yes. it could be a major game changer. Yes. Um, I just went off on a no, kind of a good. rant there. But it's all part of the CBD thing. It's all part of this misconception that we've been... I can actually tie that in quite well, too, okay. so you're good. It's, it's, and people look at it like this conspiracy thing, like we've been lied to and the government's hiding it from us. Like, I don't think it's that. I think it's just... Things were put in place many years ago by people who didn't understand uh, the, the science behind it, and they just saw the industry and big business behind it. And then throughout the years, it just got this terrible reputation. Or I shouldn't say terrible, just this illegal, bad reputation without actually being researched yeah. enough. Yep. So go ahead. Yeah. How does it tie into CBD? Okay, so your topsoil. Let's tie your topsoil into CBD. So hemp is also known to leach toxins from soil Mm. so when you're getting cbd products it's very important to make sure that they have third-party lab results that show that there's no extra toxins or in you know any harmful toxins because hemp does leach toxins from the soil farmers all around the world will use it to pull the toxins out of the soil so that they can then grow food crops over it yeah so it's important to get make sure you're getting a product that's not only made in the usa but it's also has third-party lab results for those pesticides and stuff because hemp plants will leach all that horrible stuff out of the soil but they hold on to it mm-hmm. so when they when they go to compress it you know to get the, the hemp oil and the cbd isolates and all that out of it you're also going to get some pesticides and stuff so you got to be careful with that with the products that you get for that reason because you may be getting something that's highly contaminated and just not know it because it was grown in soil that had a lot of mercury in it or pesticides or whatever so yeah it ties in no worries that's very <laughs> interesting it's very interesting yeah right? no there's I mean, there's so much to learn about hemp that, and that's the major issue, I think, is most people just want to, they don't, well, maybe they don't want to learn or they just don't want to take the time to or they're just not informed enough or the information's just not out there in abundance enough. But I feel like anybody who comes across CBD products and tries them and they work, obviously you're going to be like, well, okay, mm-hmm. that worked. Why would I not keep using that product? Yeah. Instead of, I don't know, eating a bottle of Tylenol every day or whatever, yeah, you can just rub some. for your liver. Yeah, yeah. You can just rub some CBD and... I feel like Tylenol and things like that, they don't necessarily, they're another masker. It doesn't really get rid of the issue. But does CBD get rid of these or is it just a masking agent or what, what is the chemical compound? How does it relieve pain? What is, it's dropping inflammation. Mm -hmm. Is that the main That's actually like a secondary effect of CBD. So when I'm explaining it to people, I tell them there's long-term effects and short-term effects to CBD. Short term, going to kick in within an hour or two. You get that pain relief. You get anti-anxiety. But that comes from its anti-spasticity effects it has on your nervous system. So it slows your nervous system down just enough. Hmm. Um, and 
it also attaches to the pain receptors to kind of block the pain. So it's essentially, yes, at first it is no different than like Tylenol. It's just masking it. But now over time, when you take these products over time, you get the long-term effects of it. So what that's kind of like what you're going through right now with your foot. You immediately got relief with your plantar fasciitis with the balm. But now that you've been using it for a couple of weeks, you could actually probably go a day or two without using it and you'll, you won't feel the pain because it's, it's, targeting that inflammation in that area Mm -hmm. and bringing it back down to a normal baseline level but you quit using it the it'll go back because you you have a a structural abnormality so it's going to come back but you can still you can still test those long-term effects that way to say yeah it actually does work long-term for inflammation i cannot use it for two days and my feet are fine third day I need it again but that's to be expected given the structural differences so yeah like, and you're not gonna be able to fix the issue with the CBD no but no. it will definitely help yes. in, a, in a major way oh yes yeah which I mean anybody who has any sort of pain is usually on something to to help them fight the pain some sort of NSAID typically yes yes yeah, yeah. so yeah. is that kind of the experience you, you said you had uh, high anxiety mm-hmm. is that something that I mean, obviously, anybody with anxiety wants to get rid of the anxiety. Nobody wants yeah, to horrible. have the anxiety. It's, it's horrible. It is. So what did you use to treat that? Like, what product did you use in the in the CBD world? Is this the, the products that you have now at the Shed of Plenty? Is that the kind of stuff you were using? Yeah, no, that's exactly what I take. Like, now, I used to take different products, but um, the products that I have there to sell, I... I get the third-party labs. I'm very meticulous on what I'm getting, so I know I'm getting a good product. And if I'm not going to take my own products, I don't expect anybody to buy them from me. So um, I do. I do take. I take a variation. Like I've taken tablets. I I tend to lean more towards the tinctures and the vapes because I I really couldn't tell you why. To be honest, they don't. It's not like they work any better. What was the first one you said? The, the tinctures. Tab- tinctures. So it's like the hemp oil, or it's a MCT oil with oh, okay. CBD and terpenes and stuff. And it's think of it like an an, an oil concoction, if you okay. will. Usually it's hemp oil based. Um, CBD products are starting to get away from that hemp oil base because um, they're finding that. Let me remember this correctly. I just talked to the one manufacturer and he was explaining it to me because I wasn't, I was like, why are you taking hemp oil away from CBD? Well, when they heat the hemp oil up, it's got to be a certain degree to get that isolate to break down into the hemp oil. So it destroys the omega threes and nines, which then in turn makes the hemp oil more likely to go rancid if it suffers from various temperature changes. So like during shipping and stuff, you can end up with a rancid batch if Mm. you have the hemp oil like during the summertime because it's not stabilized because it doesn't have the omega threes and nines in their normal, their normal protein patterns is the way way it was explained. So I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. So yeah, no. So if you take the hemp oil out, then what what are the CBDs derived from? It's an isolate. It's an isolate. Yeah, so they'll it's pull like... the CBD isolate out of the hemp oil, okay. and then they'll they'll put it back into hemp oil sometimes. Or For they... what reason? What would be the reason to put it back into hemp oil then? Because when they're filtering out raw hemp oil, okay, so raw hemp oil is like kind of 
black. It's real thick, goopy. It's gross. It's got plant matter in it. It's got dirt particles, all this yucky stuff in it, right? So they have to filter it to get it to that golden green is what it's kind of referred to as. Um, and the green tint is plant matter that's found within it too because they have to crush the hemp to get the oil out of it. And when you talk about hemp, so I'm, I'm going to go on a different no, part good, here. But So people would say, well, isn't hemp just marijuana? What is hemp? It is, but it isn't. Yeah. Okay. So hemp is, it's a subspecies of cannabis sativa. There are three species of cannabis plant. There's sativa, indica, and ruderalis. Ruderalis is just this general, it's it's a little bitty weed that you can find in your backyard even. Hmm. It looks like a pot plant, but it only grows to be about this big, and it contains little to no cannabinoids at all, hardly any significant cannabinoids. I've never even heard that name before. Yeah. I've only ever heard cannabis or a sativa and indica yeah no it's it's more common in the in the southwest that's where it's it's more at i actually have been on hikes in pennsylvania and seen the cannabis ruderalis so i know it's here too hmm. um but it's insignificant in the world of cannabis you know medicinally so then there's the indica and the sativa indica is more of a strain that's that's a lot of like it's the drop you on your butt marijuana, okay? So, and then the sativa strains are the ones that kind of give raise you up, give you energy. They vary because of the different cannabinoids, phytochemicals, THC levels. There's so many different chemistry things going on there. Yeah. So, hemp is cannabis sativa. It's a subspecies of the cannabis sativa. What makes it hemp is that it contains less than 3% THC. So, it's unviable in a in a psychogenic type of way so you can't use it to get high there's not enough thc in it so that's what they use for industrial stuff because it's a very strong fiber and it's loaded with cannabinoids other than thc you can get almost every cannabinoid found within the within you know the cannabis plant in in the hemp plant but it just doesn't contain all that CBD. And that's what's legal here in the United States because THC is actually the chemical element found within the, the, you know, the cannabis plant that's outlawed. Yeah. They outlaw element chemical elements. They can't outlaw a plant necessarily. Right. So like the, the plant itself is not illegal. The hemp plant, it's, it's the THC that's found in it. And that's what makes cultivating marijuana illegal is that you're cultivating THC, which is an outlawed substance. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's a lot of it's so, variations there. Without the information, even with the information, it's still like, okay, so it's a part of the plant, but it's not a part of the plant. So, like, if you don't have any information, it's it's just it's like, well, whatever, it's just weed. Yeah, you just And that's just kind of weed. the yeah. end of the story. Yeah. And I always thought, like, hemp was, like, the roots, like, down inside. That's not the case. No, it's hemp is all It's the stalk. It's the... Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's the whole plant. You get this, like, sativa. Okay, so medical marijuana's coming up, and you'll start to hear all these strains, like sour diesel, kush, you know, OG kush, pineapple express, all these different... These are different strains of... Of either sativa or indica. Yeah. Well, hemp is just a different strain of sativa. It just contains very, 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 very little THC, and it's higher in the CBDs. So. Yeah, and it's extremely useful for so many different things. It's just amazing. Yeah, it's like the Superman of plants. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we just kind of write it off and mm-hmm. aren't even. Are we allowed? Are you allowed to grow hemp mm-hmm. now in the United States? Mm-hmm. You can. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like anywhere you can I in the U.S. I believe you have to have a permit for it still, um, and I. Th- I must. I would assume that it comes 
it that comes with the uh, you never know if you're cultivating marijuana or hemp because they look identical. They truly do. Uh -huh. So I'm I'm pretty sure you have to have like a special permit to cultivate hemp. But um, there are some major major growers in the South. Like Alabama has huge hemp farms. North Carolina, it's it's getting really really big in the South for the farming because there's there's a lot of money in it, and they can use they can use that material for so many different things. So. Yeah, I'm sorry. So how did we? I, I diverted you into the hemp discussion while you were discussing. You were explaining something else, and now I've, I told myself, I'll remember what that is, and now I forgot. So we were going there, because we were talking about, well, we were covering the anxiety. Topsoil, the, I think, the, was the diversion there. <laughs> or the anxiety part of it, or I, darn it, I can't remember where exactly it was, but I guess, do you recall? No. Nope. Okay, we'll just Go keep on. going. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Um, but I just, I want to be able to, with, this discussion and hopefully more of these discussions be able to get the point across uh, that there's no reason to worry about it. There's no reason to be afraid. People are like, can I buy CBDs? Yeah. Are you allowed to sell those in stores? If I have to order it online, can I order it online? Can I walk in and just purchase it? Like it's still this like weird, shady gray area. Some yeah. people feel like they can't step into yet. And it's great to see so many places now, uh, carrying CBD products, but I imagine when I walk into a convenience store and they have it on like the little rack there by the checkout might not be the best kind, right? There's many different kinds and many different yeah. variations. So yes. you, what would you suggest somebody look for if they're going to buy it? Well, you want to go with a reputable brand. So do your research. Um, there are a lot of brands out there that are claiming to be CBD products, but they're just hemp oil products. So I always recommend looking for third-party lab results. These are lab results that the company themselves have had their products specifically tested for purity, quality, and content. Um, and so if somebody just has hemp oil and it's not a CBD product, then, I mean, it's still somewhat beneficial but it's not oh, yeah. what you think you're getting yeah no it's not cbd cbd is that chemical that helps with the inflammation the pain all those things that's cbd hemp oil is it's it's great as a superfood but it's really no different than eating blueberries and spinach because you want the the nutritional value from it yeah if you want that that relief effect you have to have it with the cbd or other cannabinoids so yeah it's so fascinating. I, I find the whole the whole world very interesting of it because I, I was just just walking in and trying to find out somebody who knows something about it and being able to trust them. That's the biggest hurdle I find. So if I would make a suggestion, go to the Shed of Plenty, get oh, the yeah, CBD I'll, products I'll, from yeah. you guys because you actually have the information. Yeah. That's why whenever I went in and I talked to you and you were telling me all this stuff, I'm like, man, I got to get Crystal in here to talk about this because... I know some stuff about it, and I know people who also know some stuff, but I don't know somebody who like really is a nerd for the research and has taken the time to figure it out. <laughs> because it's super important to get that information out there because... From real peer-reviewed information, not anecdotal, not WebMD, not, yeah. not Wikipedia. You need pure peer-reviewed scholarly research to get viable information. Yeah. And that's the problem is that stuff's not readily available to most people. Yeah, and it's too confusing it also. You got to read through it and you're like, I'm not reading a medical journal or a, exactly. a report. Like, I have no idea what I'm even reading right uh -huh. now. It's dry. It's very dry reading. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
I guess any other product really, it's not that major, not that big of an issue. Somebody recommends it to you, you try it out. But when it comes to this stuff, I feel like the information is super important because of the stigma it's had for such a long time with so many people yes. of like, oh, you're just going to be a stoner laying on your couch, yeah. not doing anything. It doesn't do that. Just trying to break free of that. And like people with cancer, I mean, the, the benefits, I mean, obviously it's a case by case basis kind of mm-hmm. thing, but people have been. I don't know if, if you want to use the word cured or helped incredibly by it, or it's really relieved a lot of their pain. In some cases, it's like taken the size of the the cancer down, you know, yeah. like it, it, or gotten rid of it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have exact no, studies, it it's but I mean, known it's definitely to break been down the cancer cells. It does help help decrease cancer cells, but I think that research is still very young. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see. To make those specific claims, they really need to do a lot more research on there. Mm-hmm. I think the important factor for people with cancer is the relief of suffering that comes with using CBD because it helps take the pain away and it also helps take that that anxiety level down. And when you're facing a life-threatening condition, you're going to be a little off, if you will, either anxious or depressed, you go through the stages of grief. Yeah. Um, and so CBD can kind of kind of be a blanket for that to like help you get through those anxious stages and kind of keep you at an, a functional level mentally, because it has a lot of very beneficial mental health properties too. Mm-hmm. But Cancer is a very, very, very painful disease, no matter what kind of cancer you have. And CBD can help eliminate that pain and also help eliminate some of that secondary inflammation that comes with it that may be exacerbating the pain and suffering. Um, To make the cancer claims, though, I think the research is just too young yet to quite do that. Um, It's promising. Don't get me wrong. It is promising. For the last 15 or so years, they've come up with these studies from Harvard, Yale. uh, John Hopkins has there's some of their newest research on the cancers. It's it's doing phenomenal things, but they haven't done any human studies yet on the actual and in large scale studies on what CBD can actually do. And every kind of cancer is different. Everybody's body is different. Everybody metabolizes everything differently. So there's always going to be those people that it doesn't work for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's important though for people with cancer if they you know they want to try CBD to not get hung up on it's a cure because it it could be like realistically it could be but we just don't know yet. So I would. I would go for more of the the relief aspect with CBD in almost any type of any type of disease that's that's could be terminal. Um, now you want to talk like inflammatory bowel diseases and stuff like that. CBD can provide so much relief from that, and it has direct provable effects that they've shown through research. It it's very helpful. Parkinson's the the research on that is blowing up at John Hopkins right now. Like they have so much new research on Parkinson's, they're actually considering making a program to the to pilot a program with CBD that is that they're only giving their patients CBD instead of all these other drug concoctions yeah. because they're finding that it actually works better than most of the drugs they're giving their Parkinson's patients and epilepsy too right is yes. that, that's a big one for yes. CBD products any yeah. sort of seizure seems to be reduced greatly mm-hmm. from 
I don't know, is it THC and CBD? It's, I think it's, it's, it's the full spectrum of the cannabinoids with that one because they each provide their own little benefits. Um, and when you tie them together, that's when you get those huge synergistic effects. So um, there's so much variation in products, though. It's like yeah. you never quite know what you're going to get unless you research the company, the product, and you want to make sure that they have those lab results because – you don't want to get a product that you're being told is a CBD product and come to find out that it's not because yeah. you can suffer from the placebo effect too. You can think it's working and it's really not doing anything for you. So. Yeah, but if it's the placebo and it is working, then it's working. Yeah, well, it's true. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's on so a weird about that. Yeah, I know the placebo effect is it's it's a very strange phenomenon. It really is. Yeah. Really um, is. is are there any negative? side effects or anything from CBD? Has anything been reported that's been negative, that's not good? Okay. So CBD in and of itself, the only negative side effect that I've found that's been, you know, shown up on on the research is about one in every 180,000 people can develop pancreatic disease from the use of any cannabinoid product. Mm. So that's smoking pot, that's edibles, that's CBD, that's THC. Any cannabinoid can cause pancreatic disease um, in individuals that are susceptible to it. So I, I would recommend if somebody has like pancreatic problems, they should they should definitely consult with their doctor before they do. Um, just as a cover my butt kind of thing, I tell people if they're on like a, a large concoction of medicine to go ahead and consult their doctor because you never really know. And I'm not a doctor. I don't know what all these these pharmaceuticals do. I know a broad range of them. I have a good, you know, good medical background because I was I, I did nurses aid work for a while. And, and you, you know, it's you learn so much when you're when you're you know elbow deep if you will in the medical field so like i know i know generalities of medications and what they can do and like side effects and stuff mm -hmm. and my psychology degree also helps me understand these things and i know that there's there are too many things that can happen when you go stacking chemicals that it, for me at a certain point i have to tell people like consult with somebody who knows because like i can tell you this is what cannabis, you know, the CBD products will do. This is what, you know, I can even tell people, you know, you, you'll benefit better from medical marijuana than you would from CBD. And I do encourage people, if I think they will, I, I send them that way to the state website. Like, you would much better benefit from that. But I don't know. There's just, there's so much variation there. It can, you can you can easily get tied up in the world of cannabinoids and CBD and all this other stuff. And Every product is different, too, with its bioavailability. So, like, your balm on your feet, you couldn't eat that and get the same effect that you get. Yeah. It wouldn't happen at all. Like, you wouldn't get a all-over effect on your body because it's not made that way. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people use their products inappropriately. Mm -hmm. so I think that's what I was doing with my original CBD products. Possibly. It was a vapor. It was a vape and pills and stuff. And I feel like having them more directed towards a body part that is bugging me is the best way to go. Yeah, local, localizing it, if you can localize yeah. it. Um, now, for the mental health effects, you do have to have the edible for the systematic effects, mm -hmm. the systemic effects. So that's for the anxiety. That's where that usually comes in. Yeah, yeah. So you want to have those gummies, lollies. And you can take it in any way, shape, or form you want. But 
not every route of administration is going to affect you the same. Like your feet, you would not get that kind of benefit off of an oil or like a tincture or a tablet. You won't get that same effect that you get because you put that CBD right there on your foot for it to attach to those receptors. So that's where it's doing its thing at, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, now, if you were to rub like a tincture on your foot, wouldn't do that at all. It's not mm. made for your feet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or your skin at all. So um, that's another thing that I found with selling CBD and having people talk to me about it is they don't understand how to use the products, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll end up getting something. And, like, I've had people get the oil and they'll rub it on their skin. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not going to do you any good there. You know what I mean? So just understanding what you're getting is very important um, when you're buying any product, really any product. Um but especially CBD products, like where it's made, how it's made, what's in it, and how you're going to use it are very important questions to, to ask somebody, like when you're going to buy them. Like when you came to me and you're like, well, what is this? How's this working? Where do I put this? How's it going to work? Like yeah. I went through all that with you because it's important to know those things if you're going to get the true effects from it. Yeah, so, and then so for somebody to come back again and again to buy from you, I mean – if you don't give them the knowledge and they're just buying it and they're like, like the stuff I had before, I bought it, didn't work. And I was like, eh, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. You know? But then I came to you, you gave me the right information. You told me exactly, I told you what my problems were. Mm-hmm. And then you gave me things to address the exact issue. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Having the person who knows what they're talking about and applying it to the right. Don't buy CBD from an amateur. Right. <laughs> don't buy it out of the black van yeah, don't, down don't in the Amazon alleyway. Don't or eBay it either because you don't know what you're getting. Buy locally. Get it from somebody locally. There are various vendors everywhere. I'm not the only person in town that sells it. Um, yeah. My thing is just make sure you can get the third-party results because that's where it's at. Because there's I've, I offhand know of five brands that are currently being sold, not just within our area, but online that contain zero CBD, and they're saying they do. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm oh, not going to wow. call them out because I don't believe in throwing anything under the bus. But, yeah, there's Stop at least – Stop into the shed of plenty and talk to Crystal <laughs> if you need the information. She'll tell it to you in person. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just – just just be wary. Just be wary. I guess the last thing I wanted to ask, maybe one of the most important questions is people who get drug tested, nurses and people like whatever industry they're in where they end up, they have some sort of issue, uh, migraines, pain, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and they want to take CBD, but they're afraid that it's going to have THC in it because some have... Some CBDs do have trace amounts. Mm-hmm. How do you make sure you're finding something that is just strictly CBD so if you get tested for THC, it w- there's no chance of you getting fired from your job? Third-party lab results. They will tell you the amount of every cannabinoid that's found in, in the product. Um, you can now, where do you find third-party lab results? From the manufacturers. You have to so, get them from the vendors directly. So your call is, what, what is your method for going about that? Um, I have I have two different three different brands that I have in my store. I just contact them, tell them I need I need the labs for this batch. They send them over to me. Oh, so you just call I've, them up and say, "Hey, yeah." And anybody can do that. I well, I don't know. Like I okay, I went out of my way to find these specific products that I knew were were they were what they said they were. They provided me lab results. I was very 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 picky when I picked my brands. 
for that reason because there's so much so much gray area within and it's face it it's a fad it's exploding yeah. Pe- there are going to try to be people out there that are pushing product saying it's this when it's really not yeah um i don't want my customers to get their hands on something like that because then they're not going to come back to me and then they're not they're not going to trust any kind of cbd product like that afterwards so i've kind of got my ducks in a row for my customers and you know so that they don't have to go through all this stuff um as far as obtaining labs i just straight out told my vendors i would not sell their stuff unless they provided me with them (laughs) so i i have them i was just i'm not doing it unless you can provide me labs so they provide me with labs so and you're reading the labs could an average person read the labs like if i saw lab results would i know what i'm looking at oh yeah they're pretty they're pretty pretty plain there it's not like a, a technical thing it's just a bar graph basically it tells you the chemical element that they're that they're looking for and the percentage that it's covered under that so okay yeah you can get zero thc products and you but most standard products do have that that under the federal threshold of thc because hemp has it which what is the federal threshold uh three percent oh really yeah, okay 3%. so you can have up to three percent thc and still not get still not show up on a drug test or how does no, that work how, it's it's sellable oh it's, it's sellable yeah. oh i gotcha okay um, so it will show up go, on a drug test well it depends like if you're consuming a lot of it then, yeah yeah you're gonna pass that threshold for that drug test sure um, every 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 lab tests their you know tests these things at a, at a different standard so like you get an 18 panel drug test you should be good um if they are testing for THC at any shape, any way, shape, or form, any volume, you want to stick with a pharmaceutical grade product that's going to have zero THC. You do not want to take a standard grade product because you take too much of that, you may bounce over that threshold. THC, there's the law is a, it's a it's a threshold level. You know, three percent. It can be found within the hemp products, so you can buy these. You know what I mean? Um, they can't. A place of business can't tell you you can't take hemp oil because it may have can't you know THC in it. Hemp oil is completely illegal. It's the THC that's not. So if you're getting drug tested, make sure you're getting a pure CBD product. Um, other than that, and if it's like a high high a high panel lab, you there's you want to be careful. But a standard drug test, they're just testing for THC. Yeah. Um, and that threshold is higher, a little bit higher than the federal limit. So you could, you should be fine. Honestly, I've had constables that have bought it. I've had parolees. I have parole officers. I have you know nurses, everything. They, they come in and they buy it because it works and mm-hmm. it helps them. I've not had a single person come in and tell me that they've had trouble with with drug testing. And I even have parole officers, parolees, like constables, prison guards. There's a ton of prison guards in the area that use it because it works. It helps them without having to take pain pills that affect their perception. And face it, in a lot of a lot of like nurses, you don't want their perception affected. Yeah. So you don't want them taking opiates for pain. If they can take something that's going to help their pain and and put them at a more functional level without affecting their perception. Yeah, that's they sh- they should be taking something that you know. So Absolutely, it's I not was, like drive do not operate heavy machinery while on this product. Like yeah. you're not going to have some sort of weird adverse re- reaction. No. I mean, most people won't. I'm sure there's an outlier out there yeah, who there's would. There's always your outliers, yeah. But for the most part, it doesn't. I mean, I know I use it every day, and it doesn't 
seem to affect me in any way, shape, or no. form. Besides, I don't my feet don't hurt, so, so I'm in a better I'll share mood. A funny story. Went to a con- we went to a conference in Vegas. Big, big, big conference. There's thousands of vendors, and they're just handing out CBD like crazy. And I'm like, well, I guess you know. So, you know, we're gonna try this. I probably consumed at least 20,000 milligrams of CBD in <laughs> under three hours, and I was just chill. Right. It was just, I didn't, I walked 17 miles in 24 hours in <laughs> Vegas on that strip, and my feet didn't hurt at all. Like, it didn't, it, but it never once affected my perception. I was yeah. a little tired, but I was just chill. You yeah. know what I mean? So you can't overdose on it. It's, yeah. it's a water-soluble chemical. You drink water, you're going to flush it out of your system. So it doesn't stay in your system as long as THC because it doesn't bind to your fat. Mm. So, like, if you're getting drug tested and you're a, a you know, you're using a standard grade product. I might recommend, you know, to be on to cover your butt. You might not take it for a few days before your test, but I, I, it there's a gray area there. Every drug test is different. Every product is different. If you're getting drug tested, bottom line, stick with something with zero THC just mm-hmm. to cover your butt. But I've not had a single person come in and be like, I got tested and I fought, lost my job because I ate your gummies. Like, I've <laughs> not had that happen once. So if anybody has any questions about that, if you live in the central Pennsylvania area, go to the Shed of Plenty. Talk yeah, to Crystal. Yeah. She can help you out. If you're not from the area, uh, they can find you on Facebook. Yeah. Just look up the Shed of Plenty on Facebook yep. and figure out, I don't know, your wh- wherever you're from, wherever your situation is, I'm sure you could help give them information or guide them in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more likely to, like, schedule a phone call because when I can hear somebody talk, I can figure out more of what's going on. Yeah. Um, Because every condition is going to require a different product. Like, if you have high high inflammation, you're probably going to want more of the oils where they have all those extra phytochemicals. But if it's, like, a headache you're looking to help – gummies and lollies will do the trick if it's a mood thing gummies and lollies will do the trick yeah but if you're you know federally drug tested you may want to go with like the tablets that i have that are zero thc so like there's 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 variation there everybody's body's different everybody needs something different right (laughs) absolutely it's always the the case direction but i can't i i can't guarantee that like that's going to work for for that specific you know, ailment or whatever, because it might work for one person, but not the next person. Yeah. All you can do is try yeah. and it's natural. It works with your body's natural chemistry. So why wouldn't you try it before you would go try, you know, even a Tylenol? Like if you can take CBD and get rid of a headache, why not? Yeah. Give it a shot. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I'm getting a really dry throat. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll wrap it up. Thank you so much, Crystal. This has been a really fun oh, yes. conversation. Yes, this no, has been we can do this again. Very interesting, and I, I'd love to come back in and talk about more of it down the line. The further you get into this, the more knowledge you get, and the more research you're doing. I know <coughs> you're just you're planning on going further and further with it. So I'd like yes, to be able to more exciting stuff coming soon. Yeah. So when that exciting stuff happens, come back and talk about it again. Yes. We can keep uh, keep the updating going. But for right now, uh, you, the the shed of plenty on Facebook in Greenwood, uh, Altoona, Pennsylvania. Look them up. Uh, anything else? How how do people contact you if they, if you want them to get a hold of you? What would your suggestion Message be? Message me on Facebook or call me at the store. Cool. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. Have Thank a wonderful you. day. You too, and you too.
How awesome is Crystal? How, how great is that information she passed along to us? I think that that is powerful. I'm going to have more episodes in the future about CBD because, listen, everybody talks about cannabis. Everybody talks about THC and, and weed and the benefits of it and the many things it can help you with. But, you know, CBD is that one that sits behind the scenes and kind of is really silently the thing that could help fix a lot of us and one of the things that could, that could get a lot of rid of a lot of pharmaceuticals in our life. And, you know... I'm not guaranteeing that. I'm saying it's not going to work for everybody, as we talked about in this podcast, but it's definitely one of the solutions. And hemp, man, wow, powerful stuff. Thank you, Crystal, for coming in. Great conversation. I'll tell you something else that really has helped me to relieve pain over the past couple of years is DDP Yoga. That's DDP, Diamond Dallas Page. He's an old-school wrestler, professional wrestler from back in the 90s whose body was all beaten up when he got out of wrestling, so he designed his own form of yoga to fix himself and through that has fixed many other wrestlers whose bodies have been broken like Jake the Snake Roberts, Scott Hall, Mick Foley, Chris Jericho, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, and so many more. Like he's really helped change lives, but not just lives in the wrestling industry, lives in athletics and sports and just regular people like you and me. I've had shoulder, back, knee, hip pain for a long time. A bunch of things from pounding weights over the years has banged my body up. Maybe the same is for you. And really, you know, I'm talking to a lot of guys with this because girls already know the benefits of yoga. Girls naturally gravitate towards yoga. Guys, you've got to get into it. And DDP yoga is the best way to get into it because it's not namaste kind of yoga. It's, it's much more in your face. It's a lot more loud and a lot more physical while st- still giving you all the benefits of yoga, of plyometrics, of strength training, of uh, sports performance. You- you've got to just try a workout. Try one freaking workout and you'll understand why it's so good. There's even an app. So you can have the app on your phone, on your iPad. One of the things I love to do when I'm working out is I have an iPad and then one of those iHomes for my TV. So I put it on the iPad and then I, I airdrop it to my TV. So whether I'm, I'm looking down at the ground in a yoga position or I'm standing up, staring at the screen on the TV, I can see the, the iPad and the floor of the TV right in front of me. It's like new level of at-home exercising. And you can even go down to Georgia and take DDP Yoga live from Diamond Dallas Page. I'm going to get down there in Simone in Georgia one of these days to check that out. But I, I suggest highly, highly DDP Yoga. If you want to support the podcast, patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio. Any music you hear on this podcast is by my man Jake Over, music producer from Pennsylvania. Search for him on Facebook, Jake Over. Shout out to the Clay Cup, Trade Secrets, and Juice for making this thing possible. My zebras, thank you for listening. I'm going to take some of the CBD bomb and rub it all over my body. And I'll talk to you next time. Peace out. This is Rob Z Radio. <laughs> That's brutal.